sports fans, and welcome to Your Rainbow Reads. Today, we're going to talk about LGBTQIA plus books with a sports theme. Yeah, and you don't you don't actually have to be a sports fan to listen to this or enjoy these books, really. You really don't, because these are mostly, I would say, romance with a hint of sport. I mean, yeah, for sure. Like, mine is just mostly... One of the ones that I read is mostly just sex with a hint of sport. It's Oof. not even it's not even romance. Because listeners, if you have children around, this is probably not going to be the episode for them. Oh, that's a good point. Chili pepper alert. Chili pepper alert. 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 Yeah. Because actually, I think all three of these books were very spicy. Matter of fact, now that you say that. I mean... All things are relative, really, because the one that I am reviewing that I read, whoa, was probably one of the spiciest books I've ever read. So, comparing saying a lot, just so everyone's yeah, clear. Yeah, Susie I read a lot of trash. Okay. Yes. Smut. Like if I said that, you'd be like, "Whatever, Holly, that's nothing." Yeah. No, that would be accurate. If Susie yeah. said it's the spiciest book she's ever read or one of the spiciest books, she, hey, you've been warned. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But yes, these are all we have. I think you read a soccer book. I read two soccer books. I read I read a soccer and a hockey. So we have a little bit of variety here. Yeah, I love it. I love in it. Our, in our sports. We forgot our introductions. To get our introductions out of the way, my name is Holly. And I'm Susie, and we're like, we've been on hiatus, and I think we forgot how to do this a little bit. <laughs> we're just super excited to be back together and talking about books like we like to do. Yeah, and I feel like my slump that I was in is um, I'm getting out of it a little bit. That's cause for celebration. That's like you just kicked a goal at the World Cup. Kaboom! Yes, because I was not in a good way with my reading. She was in so a So now I'm back at it. And do you have a question of the day? My question of the day, you know, this is a little haphazard today. One of my questions of the day is who's your favorite soccer player? Oh gosh. You don't know. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna take the easy I'm just gonna take the easy route and say Abby Wambach. Okay. Gosh, that's my answer too, though. I love her so I love her. Much. So much and actually I I'm ashamed to say I didn't know that much about Abby before she married one of my I I really enjoy this author who she is now married to. Her name is Glennon Doyle. Yeah. And I had been following Glennon for years. Actually, your sister and I went to go see Glennon like ten or fifteen years ago, like so long ago. And we met her and it was kind of magical. Um, So I didn't really know much about her, but now I do through Glennon. Glennon made some waves when she started dating Abby Wombaugh, didn't she? She sure as heck did because her last book that she literally met Abby during like the press of, I think, or like right before this, her latest book came out. Mm-hmm about how to save your marriage mm. after infidelity or something like that. I actually didn't read that book, so I can't 
exactly tell you um but then she met abby on that like before that or during it or something it caused a hoopty doo because she she fell in love with abby and she was trying to promote a book about saving her marriage so that i mean i love their love story i think it's so cool if you ever have to you know want to she wrote a book about it i can't remember the name i think it was like called untamed or something like that and it was really cool how she talked about how she met abby but yeah that's my favorite would you like me to pick someone else since that was yours i'll go ahead and um i'll say abby wombaugh and then also alex morgan i think she's hilarious to watch play she's a great player but also she is a little dramatic which i like to watch is i megan rapino she's also she's also a soccer player yes yeah i like her too i wouldn't say she's not my favorite but she you know i like um i like alex morgan yeah that's literally um all the soccer players that i know sadly we're not gonna talk about i was hoping that this episode you know we were gonna put out this episode like a while back and then things didn't quite go our way you know as far as soccer was concerned no uh football for those european listeners do you know we have a fair amount of european listeners and i want to (laughs) just throw out the word football for my european fans out there that's so cool hello to all of you i didn't know we actually had a whole bunch of listeners out there yeah particularly germany we're we're hot in germany Suze. hello german that's super awesome yeah yeah so yeah so we were gonna put this out a while back and then the usa didn't do as hot as we wanted to do and so at all we kind of had some sadness in our hearts but now i think we're all ready we're not going to talk about the performance you can talk about the performance out there while you're driving to work or walking around listening <laughs> to the podcast just put it on pause and say what you need to say but you know we we support our team but we were saddened by the victory by the defeat we were saddened by that i actually woke up very early and was trying to catch some of it and i just caught the last bit of it which was what was the not good part yeah it really did that, go go to hell there at the end <laughs> it sure did it if was an American. Not good but what didn't go to hell is the first book that we have is cleat cute how do you like that did you see that what a great segue we we, we wreck it every time by pointing out how great it was but you know what Perhaps i don't care the segue because normally we're trash at that but cleat cute was very cute and it is by one of um, my favorite authors of sapphic fiction, Meryl Wilsner, who wrote l- last year was the book that I hyped for like literally nine months. Mistakes were made. You love that one. I did. And I actually did like that one a little bit better because, again, I'm not like a huge sports fan. But this one um, was definitely cute. And it was billed as like ted lasso meets a league of their own or something like that i'll give them that i mean it was pretty. I, it was pretty cute it was definitely cute did you like this book i like the book in fact i'll say that i probably like the book better than i liked mistakes were made it's like a it's like right there on the same on the same level for me though i think i gave that book four stars i'm gonna give this book four stars as well but i very much enjoyed the sports theme i think i'm definitely more into the sports themes 
than you are. Yeah, I, w I was thinking as I was reading it that that would seemed like it was a book that you would definitely like for but sure. It is about um two girls and they are on the same soccer team and one of them is kind of like already a star. She's the superstar player and the other girl is a newbie, a rook. A rookie. That was the see. I don't even know the fucking words. Yeah, <laughs> she's a rookie, and obviously it's a romance, and they fall in love. And you know what? I thought that this book was such a good representation of a mature fucking relationship. I agree. Like they did not have these horrible miscommunications where neither of them would talk to each other. As far as I remember, I don't think there was a stupid third act breakup, which I hate so, so much. It may have been, there was like a little, but there was still like things that were like tension in there. It wasn't, there was like tension in the third act, but it wasn't like one of these miscommunications that make you want to throw your iPad into the fireplace. Yeah, like, I hate the, it. Those piss me off so bad. Yeah. But it, I'm there was like, there was some there was some tension but they worked it out like adults and it was awesome to see that yeah i'm really enjoying i think we've read a couple of books lately that were romances that actually had really quality representation of mature adult fucking relationships and adult communication and it made me super happy because i'm a little bit tired of this grown-ass people not acting like adults i just i look i'll just say i just turned fucking 50 and i feel like now i just my tolerance for foolishness almost overnight just went out the fucking door it just and evaporated it, into the universe it did and i'm just i'm just like it's 2023 that whole thing where it's where you're mad at them or they say something or you misunderstand or blah, 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 whatever. And you break up is just, it's so tired to me. And this is so refreshing to see people writing adults acting like adults and having real, rela not that it's perfect because obviously no one's relationship is perfect and there's shit all the time. But when there is shit, they're fucking working it out like grownups. So with these two, there was like a will they, won't they. It was cute. There was some, um, with the sports theme, there was some, you know, is the team going to win and all this. So I felt like there was a um, attention to the book. You know, there was like a, they injected some excitement into the story in, in that way. And a lot of it was set in New Orleans, which you love that city. That is correct. I really enjoyed the backdrop of New Orleans. And yeah. one of the characters I think was new to New Orleans. So the other was showing them around. That was really cool. I enjoyed Yeah, that. I liked that. I liked that too. So what did you um how many pride flags did you give Clink Cute? This book gets I think it's five pride flags. I think there were several characters in the book that were um LGBTQ representation, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. I definitely agree with you. And oh, how many stars? Uh, four stars for me. Four stars for me also. I thought it was good. Now, here's Ooh, the tricky part. How many chili peppers would you say in this book? Did you think, I didn't think it though was as spicy as mistakes were made. Mm. 
I thought it was about the same. I, I would definitely say, listeners out there, if you liked Mistakes Were Made, if you like that level of spice, you'll like this level of spice. I feel like yes. it was, if not equal, it was on par. They didn't I have thought- as... A couple of scenes and mistakes were made kind of stand out in a way that the scenes don't stand out in this book, but I don't know that they yes. were any more explicit. They were just maybe more creative. Yeah, I I actually agree. That's that's kind of where I was going. Yeah, but I think this was definitely at least four chili peppers. I'll give it a solid four as well then. You yeah. Know, if she's giving it a four, it's a four <laughs> and a half for me, kids. <laughs> yeah, and it was, I thought it was tastefully done. I would not in any way call this smut. I would definitely say this is a strong romance, like a classic romance that is obviously open door, meaning the, the sex is on the page. It's Oh, it was on the page, all right. Yeah, it's right on, it's right on out it there. Went on but for I pages was- and pages and pages. I thought this was a, a great one, a really, really good one, and I very much enjoyed it. And actually, I think this is the book that pulled me out of a slump. I read it in 24 hours. This was a solid tale. I can see how you read it in 24 hours. It's, it kept moving. There was some mental health representation in the book, which we always appreciate, and it was done tastefully. Um, so, yeah, we loved it. Hello, Rainbow Readers. We have some super exciting news. We have our first sponsor here on Your Rainbow Reads. Yay! It's a great trans-owned company called Homebody MN, and they are a book box subscription company that sends you a curated box of used books every quarter. You just go on their website and fill out their form with your likes and dislikes. You can even link your Goodreads page to it so they know what you've read already, and they will put a box together just for you with an emphasis on minority authors. So cool. So that's awesome. They also sell the best-selling 100% soy wax candles with the most clever names. We even got some. And what was one of them? Ours were Burn the Patriarchy and Let's Try a Matriarchy. So cool is that? It's so cute. And we have a special coupon code for our listeners to get what? They get 25% off their first box and just go on the website and type in Rainbow25. Yeah, it's the website is www.homebodymn, as in Minnesota.com. And let's go support this great trans-owned company. Go get a box. Okay, you so... You read this one. Yeah, so we divided the next two just be for circumstances that happened. So I actually read another soccer book. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And my second soccer book is called Hot Shot, and it's by Claire Leiden. And She's a pretty famous um, sapphic author. I can see why, because this book was really, really good. And I read it kind of right on the heels of Cleek Cute and then on the heels of another sapphic romance that I talked about in our last podcast, Fly With Me. And so I was kind of on a roll as far as the sapphic romances are going. So these three books kind of rolled together in my head. They were all really cute, good plot, kind of spicy. So kudos to all three of these books. But this one was actually set in um, England. And oh, nice. one of the characters is an American soccer player that was transferred to England. And so is not only kind of... Um, 
learning the ropes as far as the new team and everything, but learning how to live in England. And so she falls for like the, what do you call it? Trainer. Yeah. The trainer, the physical therapist or whatever. Look, I didn't even know it. And I said it. <laughs> you're like, you're like, well, it can't be the coach. That'd be weird. Who is it? Yeah. Holly, say who it is. That's cool. So I'm, um, and then the character kind of explores her. She has some roots in England and explores some uh, family ties there. And it's just, it's a solid, really good story of um, overcoming adversity. There was an injury that had to be overcome and, you know, all of, as with, hopefully with all of these sapphic romances, all was right in the end. That so, actually seems to be kind of a theme because that was, there was an injury in Cute. There's mm-hmm. an injury in yours, and there's also an injury in mine. Well, you know, what's a what's a queer romance without somebody taking care of somebody else? That's so true. That's a theme for fan fiction and for a lot of these romance books, apparently. It's so true. It's so true. So what did you rate this? Okay, I'm going to rate this one four stars very consistently across the board. Four stars is my rating for these two these these two books kind of they it would be hard pressed for me to say which one I preferred over the other like I said both the both the characters were all the characters in these books were extremely well written the plots were great this one did have a little more of a classic um third act breakup with the you know misunderstanding and whatnot but I I like that hey I'm just gonna say we're I'm not trying to dog anybody because everyone has different things that they like if you like that very classic romance structure and that if you've been reading romance for a while and that's just kind of like you're comfortable with that that's cool it's just I'm I have been reading romance books for a long time and I'm a little bit burned out on that but that's okay a lot of people like it classic way to introduce tension and in this book it's kind of a fun way to watch one of the characters kind of lose their shit and call the other one out so it was it was cleverly enough done i'll say you could certainly see it coming a mile away but it was cleverly enough right everything was all right in the end there was um a proper amount of talk of food and coffee in this book which i certainly always appreciate love it love that it was some good chili there was some good chili how many so how many pride flags uh pride flags we had we had several lesbian and bisexual characters in this book. I'll say five pride flags. And how many chili peppers? Chili peppers, three and a half. Okay, so it was just like a regular spicy. Three to three and a half, bordering on four. I'm not good with the chili. No, you're really. It was, you're there was plenty of sex in the book. Okay, and it was open door? Yes. Okay, awesome. Well, so we've had two good soccer books. Two great soccer books. Now, I, read them both. I guys. think I think this book that I'm going to review is the very first why choose romance that we've ever reviewed on the podcast. Now, okay, somebody I'm, I've never I'm even gonna, heard of this. Okay, it's actually it used to be called, and still probably some people do called <laughs> a reverse harem, mm. meaning it's one woman with several men okay and and you can and they call it you can have swords crossing which means that the guys get together also or you can just have it that the guys are straight and they're only with the girl okay 
So that, but now they call it, they don't, the reverse harem is not, I think it's cultural appropriation. So they don't ca really call it that anymore. They call it a why choose romance. Are you saying why choose, like why choose chocolate or vanilla? Let's have Neapolitan. Correct. And okay. and usually the whole thing about the why choose is that she does, the main female character does end up with at least more than one of the guys. So is this like group sex? Um, yes, very much so. Okay. But it's also if you're if you're talking about a why choose romance, there's all it's not just like they're not just sex. They I mean it's a romance. She okay. just has it with more I would I would say it's more polyamory? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Polyamory. We love yes. the poly representation. Yes, it's very good. But this one is for all you romance lovers. Y'all know about this book. It's called Pucking Around by Emily Rath. <laughs> and this book has gotten so much press and just there's a lot of hubbub uh, surrounding this book on the old tickety talks. And I don't normally like hockey romances. I Again, I'm, I'm not a huge sports fan, but this book had been talked about so much that I was like, I just, I have to read it. So it's about a, the team doctor is a woman and as it goes, she falls in love with several of the players Okay, and has relationships with them. Now, the interesting thing is there was like a prequel to this. So like a 0. 0.5 yeah. out of a series that talked about her one night stand with one of the players and then she in the very first book she goes and doesn't know that he's on this team she didn't know like anything about him it was kind of this like lovers where you don't tell one night stand kind of thing you don't say anything about each other and whatever it was i it love was, that plot setup that's yeah stuff it was actually all day yeah it was actually very cute i'm really glad that i read the first the little prequel because it, it really set it up really cute but obviously she finds out but the whole twist of this is, why are we reviewing this book? On your Rainbow Reads podcast. On your Rainbow Reads. Because two of the players, well, he, one of them was, was a player. They're best friends, but he got injured. So now he's like the team trainer, like you were saying. And they've been basically in love all this time and just couldn't admit it. Aww. And so it was actually really kind of sweet because they obviously turned out by because they're both with this other girl too and <clears throat> more. There was, she was like with three or four players. I can't remember exactly. It's been a while. But when I tell you this is not for the faint of heart, it was not. This was like six chili pepper spicy. <laughs> <laughs> do not contact us and act like we did not warn you about this no now i'll just say this there was no like as i can't exactly remember but i think there was like no kinky stuff so it wasn't like that kind of spicy like okay. you know bdsm or anything like that but there was um she was with some of the fellows at the same time okay. i'll say that cool. so it was very very spicy and it's like 700 pages long for real oh my gosh yeah so, so it was just like a never-ending um let me tell you i was trying 750 my bad 
That's a lot of spice pages. It Usually the spicy little... books are a little thinner than that. No, girl, this was mm-mm, this was. They're telling so all spi- the stories. It was, and Emily just has another one out in this Jacksonville Ray series that just came out recently. But I think that's straight. But I would say four pride flags. Awesome. Because it did have a really good exploration of the two guys that got together of like how it was hard for them to come out, first of all, because they were such good friends this whole time and they were both hockey players, which I don't think that we see very many gay or bisexual hockey players. Right. So it did explore that. And I liked that because I thought it was not just like they're just getting together. It was very it was it added a good element to the story so i liked it and i thought hey this is something we've never reviewed here on your rainbow reads a why choose romance there's something there for everyone we love this recommendation <laughs> there is someone something... out there is gonna get thee to amazon and get this on your kindle kids yeah and i actually think that it is it was on kindle unlimited but it's also i think she's been picked up by like a traditional publisher now so Oh, way to go. What's the name of the author of this book? Her name is Emily Rath. Okay, Emily. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, Emily, go get your, go get your bag, girl, is all I gotta mm. say, because I, I actually did very much enjoy this. I gave it four stars, and um, as like I said, very, very many chili peppers. Six chili peppers when five is our cap. Yeah, if you guys, if any of you readers out there do take a chance and read this, let me know what you thought about it because yes. I, I really would like to talk to someone about it if you want to reach it... out to Susie about that book or to reach <laughs> out to us about anything that you want to talk about we are on Instagram is the best way to reach us your rainbow reads I do have a little Twitter account that I look at once every three months or something so I it's, think best... it's called x now I don't even know what it's called so it's best <laughs> not to reach out there or you can yeah, send but, a good old-fashioned email, yourrainbowreads at gmail.com. Yes, and reach out to us if you want to chat. I would say that we also have a Facebook page, which we do, but no one ever goes there. So I'm going to say reach out to us on the Instagram if you have any questions, comments, or if you have any book that you would like to see us review. Yeah, we would love it if you would take a moment after you listen to this podcast, which I hope you enjoyed today. And give us a star, a thumbs up, share us with a friend. However, it seems like would be the best way to show us that you enjoyed this experience that you had today. Stick around because it's October and coming up and you know what that means. We're gonna what does get, that mean? We're going to get right into spooky season. I have been anxiously preparing. I've read so many books that we're going to have to decide which ones we want to even feature on the podcast this year because I started spooky season early. You did. It's going to be a fun time. And we hope to see you around. And thanks for sticking with us, even through our, our hiatus. We appreciate that. And um, can't wait to read some more with you guys. All right. Take care out there. Bye.